Are you a musician interested in improving your performance? Welcome to Notes on Jazz. I'm your host, Keith Davis. If you want to learn more about jazz improvisation, harmony, and composition, or just want to improve your piano skills, this is the place for you. We'll be hosting interviews with fellow musicians, offering tips and techniques on study and practice, and lots of other cool stuff. Whatever instrument you play, or if you're a vocalist, you will find something helpful and interesting here. So come hang out with us at Notes on Jazz. I'm here today with my old friend, my old good friend, Sonny Emery, who I've known yeah. since I was in, we went to college together and played in the jazz band at Georgia State University back uh-huh. in, mm, before <laughs> electricity, I think. You're right, under Dr. Morris. <laughs> Dr. Mighty Morris. Mighty Bob Morris. Yeah, man. Wasn't that amazing? What an experience, man. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't trade it and, for anything. I'm sorry. I say I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, I know, man. I know. And, uh, you know, I tell people you're famous because you played in my first band, the Jazz Conspiracy. That, that's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, man, I tell people all the time, man, don't yeah. sleep. I mean, you know, I, a lot of these kids want to take these shortcuts, man. There uh-huh. are no shortcuts, man. I'm glad you said that, man. There's yeah. no shortcuts, man. Yeah. There are Actually, no one of my students, 15-year-old students, said that to me recently. There's no shortcuts. Yeah, I was like, wow, what a yeah, this kid's he's wow. wise he, for her years. He's you know? got it. Yeah. 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 He, he gets it, it, you know. Yeah. As long as he holds on to that, he's gonna be okay. I mean, I said yeah. that to say every every night, man, when we were doing that gig, the jazz conspiracy and just the stuff, all the stuff we were doing with Morse every day, sight reading yeah. brand new stuff. Right. I mean, it just, it really just honed my skills and got yeah. me ready for everything that I've been able to do since then. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm so, glad you said that, man. That's part of what this podcast is about. And part of what I ask everybody is exactly that about your, mm-hmm. your background. And, you know, so let's talk about that since you brought it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, you know, I grew up in a musical household. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad were both musicians and, mm-hmm. and artists and uh, yeah, I knew your so dad, my, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so it was my my grandfather. And um, you know, so I had the I had music all around me since day one, you mm-hmm. know. And so when I when I started playing, you know, I had the mentorship of my grandfather who was a blues pianist. Mm-hmm. Uh he played around town with piano red. I don't know if you know that name or not. I know the name, yeah. Know the name? Yeah. Yeah. And my granddad would sit in with Piano Red on his radio show a lot. Oh, man. And, uh, but then, you know, obviously my dad was playing, too. My dad was playing sax. So right. the three of us would jam a lot in the basement, you know. Oh, that's and, cool. And then I started working with my dad's group when I was about seven, eight years old. Wow. Playing in freaking clubs at seven, seven eight years old, you know. Wow. And uh, But, I mean, you know, it just it just all fed into me just being – being fed the right stuff, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, right. Then went on, was in the high school band, you know, elementary school band, high school band, and then got to Georgia State, started studying with Bell, with Jack Bell. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, you and I hooked up. Sure. And uh, that began a whole different chapter, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the infamous trip to Europe. Remember that? <laughs> of course, man. I wasn't going to say anything. Man. <laughs> no, you don't know. You got to say something because those are, those are part of the experiences, too, that you learn not to repeat. <laughs> so, so I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> 
that was fun, you know. And yeah, I, it was fun, man. Yeah, yeah man. And I've, that was I, interesting. Obviously, yeah. I've been to Europe many times. Since I'm sure. Then, I, I'm but, sure you have, but, man. But every time I go, I think about that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man. So you know, get in the college thing and 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 studying the way we did, and then just being around inspirational players like yeah. you, man. It's yeah, like you well, know, it's like no, yeah. seriously, dude. Just yeah. you, you know, I I I mean, I understood what was going down then, right? Because of the way that I was taught, but right. for for the younger people who don't quite understand that every experience develops right. your future right. you know what i mean right sure and man. pay attention to the cats that are around you yeah, yeah. you know what i mean because yeah, uh we got into some incredible music man that sure. quartet you know sure. what I mean? that was a lot of fun we learned yeah, a lot of man. stuff man we i were... miss bill and john man. yeah i haven't I seen those guys know. for years now either man. yeah you know? and yeah. beyond beyond that you know you just forge these friendships man that are everlasting you know what right. i mean sure. so it's absolutely it's, it's, it enriches your life on a whole nother level. Sure. You know? Absolutely, man. Um, so that just kind of, I mean, you know, the whole college thing was cool. And then after we finished state, I moved to LA, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, um, and uh, you pursued your dream, man. And you played yeah. with earth, wind and fire, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but what actually took me to LA was Joe sample. Oh, okay. Cool. Man. Yeah. And yeah. I met Joe while I was still living here. Uh-huh. Um, we played, uh, I put together a little unit to play for the, uh, after party for the Piedmont arts festival one year. Okay. Yeah. And everybody that played on that festival came down to the after party. Oh, that's awesome. And, um, do you remember Susan Rosemary? Is that name? Yeah, I sure do, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It was kind of, she was my manager then. Oh man. I she remember her. Got me yeah. In, yeah. She got me in position to do that gig. And uh-huh. that night. Joe Sample came down to the gig. Shaka Khan was on the hit that year. Wow. George Benson, Lee Rittenauer. Wow. wow. I met all of them that night. And wow. that particular night was the night that Joe asked me to, you know, if I would consider moving to L.A. And I was like, yeah. Because wow. <laughs> I was already planning on going. I was like, are uh-huh. you kidding me? Yeah. I'm that's there. awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So uh, that's what, that's what kind of kicked the whole thing off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd done cameo before that yeah. while we were at Georgia State, nice. trying to go to school and do that at the same time. That didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, sure. sure. But uh, I mean, you know, it all falls out the way it's supposed to. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the rest is history, man. Is <laughs> once once it got going, you know, I'm just so grateful that God decided to, you know, to just bless me the way He has. You know, it's, I, I've yeah, had some great, great gigs, man. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, tell us about some of that, man. Tell us about some of your experience. Well, let's see. Let's. I think the very first one that was the most well, not the most poignant. One of the ones was being with Cameo. In this is when I learned how important it was for me to stay in shape as a drummer. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Larry? Larry, the, the the grad assistant that used to work with Morsh, little short black dude that used to work with us in the jazz uh-huh. band. Man, you remember I, Larry? I don't remember, man. I have to. You I might, it might come to me if I. Yeah, remember. yeah. Anyway, he used to run every day. Oh yeah, yeah. And I used to see him run. I used to, and I was picking his brains. Like he was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, man, you need to get into this because yeah. you're gonna be playing drums. You need to blah 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 blah." So I was, you know, I was always a swimmer growing up. Yeah. So yeah. I'm le- all of this is gonna lead me to where I'm going with the yeah, cameo yeah, sure. thing. So we, uh, I got the gig with cameo. We're in Denver. <laughs> okay and cameo's high energy gig man 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So in the middle of the gig, dude, I'm sucking because I hadn't really committed to my workout regime like I needed to. Mm-hmm. I'm like sucking wind because of the altitude. Right? Yeah, sure, man. And I'm going, I'm about to die, man. You know? <laughs> and I keep asking the tech for water. I'm going, water, water, you know, water. So all of a sudden, Larry Blackman looks back and he sees me asking for water. He comes back to the riser and he points at me and points at the tech and goes, no more freaking water for him. Get out of here. <laughs> and, dude, it taught me a valuable lesson. I just had to suck it up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, right. And I mean, I've had a lot of great experiences, man. And then from there, went to. Uh, so talk before you do that, before you go farther, talk about that yeah. some more, man. So about staying in shape. This is very. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so that that kind of like, you know, drove the point home to me that I needed to really stay in shape. Yeah, absolutely, you know I mean? man. Um, yeah. And because I love playing so much and the way I play, you know, I, I, I play with a lot of passion. I just love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, when sure, I'm man. ready to dig in, I want to be able to dig in and I want to be able to get out of the, you know, pull out an instrument when I need to. So mm-hmm. that instance really, really motivated me to get my physical regime together. So I started training, started running consistently, mm-hmm. working out consistently, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, Good. Um now, at the time, I wasn't practicing yoga. I didn't get into yoga until I got with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Nice, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and that was a whole whole thing that Maurice and Verdine just kind of pulled me aside and go, "Look, you need to do this. Yeah, yeah, this is something that you need to, you know, yeah. this will help you stay focused. This will help you create creatively, right? And this will help us, you know." help your stamina on this gig and that was another gig where man it took two you know like three hours of just high energy just you know just raw energy yeah right um but but you know i've developed a routine now i'm swimming a lot Mm -hmm. ride my bike a lot a lot of yoga yeah i like swimming yeah yeah, weightlifting occasionally Mm -hmm. you know at least at least a couple of days a week just to keep the muscles uh rolling Mm -hmm. You know? I like to swim and I do a Chinese martial arts, Taiji, Bagua. Yeah, I knew you were into that. that yeah. yeah, I need so, to get with you on that. Though, yeah, that's cool stuff, man. Yeah. So how long yeah. you been? You've been doing Tai Chi for a while, right? 40 years or more, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man, but, I'm going to say. And it's great stuff, but I, you still, I still feel like you need something like swimming. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I love oh, to swim and yeah. I walk a lot, but uh, I love swimming. Yeah. My pool, you know what? This is just side side note, man. Somebody broke into our YMCA, the outdoor pool, and ruined oh. the bubble that covers the outdoor pool oh, for the winter God. time. Oh, Shut down the whole pool for pool. months now. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what? what I hell? hate that. Yeah. What I got a pool that? here at the house, but it's not heated. Uh-huh. So I have to judge, I have to alter my routine because I love yeah. to get up in the morning and swim laps. Yeah, sure. Man. But I can't do it once it gets too cold. You know? Yeah. So then in uh-huh. the winter months, that's when I do more running and biking. Gotcha. You know, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the Tai Chi thing, man, a beautiful yeah. story. I'm, I'm in, uh, San Francisco uh-huh. with Earth, Wind, and Fire, right? We're on the road and I'm running, right? Because I, when I get to San Francisco, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take advantage of these hills. Yeah, right. You right. know, and the guys look at me, they go, you crazy, dude. You running in San Francisco? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's the best time. I can get the best run in, you know? Yeah. But there's a beautiful hotel that's, I forgot the name of the street, man, but it's up on a hill overlooking. You can actually see the Golden Gate Bridge. And I was out there running at like at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning and it was a group of about 50 Asians 
Yeah. And they were doing just the most beautiful Tai Chi yeah. combinations. I stopped running, dude, and just watched them. Yeah, I cool, was just bro. amazed. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I want to learn. I want to get into that. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's yeah, cool, man. man. Yeah. So, so anyway, the, the yeah. physical thing is, is uber important. Yeah, you know it's so I mean? important, man. Yeah. I can't stress that enough, man. I got yeah. a couple of cats <clears throat> now in town here who uh, have been kind of reaching out to me going, hey, man, I, I need some help because – they're overweight. Mm-hmm. They're players, but they're mm-hmm. overweight. They're out of right. shape. Right. And they're getting older. Right. Sure, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, for the younger kids watching. Yeah. I tell my students now. that. Yeah. I got some young students that they need some exercise. I mean, I tell them, you know, yeah. you got yeah. to gotta get yourself in shape, man. Yeah, exactly, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like, it, and it, it's all physical, man. I don't care if you're carrying a bass guitar or, or mm-hmm. sit down at the piano or behind the drums, it, your body needs to be able to, mm-hmm. your body and your brain yeah, right. to be able to work. That's right. I mean? uh, at a high level, mm-hmm. you know, if you're playing a high level music or if you're trying to be, if you're trying to master the craft of what you're doing, you sure. know, so right. that's the thing, man, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's a per- very important, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. So tell us some more about your your uh, musical experiences, man. Tell us who, you know, what what you've liked and what you didn't like. If you don't want to mention any names <laughs> about the dislike. Part. Well, cool, I mean, man. you know, it's like, I mean, every artist. I think the most important thing to learn if you're going to like kind of pursue kind of what I've done and what I've mm-hmm. learned from from that. Mm-hmm. Is that if you're going to if you're a side man, mm-hmm. regardless of how creative you are in your own right. Right. How talented you are! How talented you are in your own right. You are there and hired to do a specific job. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know what I mean. So, so when you start to 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 not honor that, mm-hmm. then that's when you start to get in trouble. That's when yeah. I see a lot of cats start to get in trouble. You know right, what I mean? Sure. You can't go. I can't go on Bette Midler's gig and play it the way I play cameo. Right. I can't play with Jean Luc the way I play with Earth Wind and Fire. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't sure. play with clap. I can't take the earth, wind, and fire chops to Clapton. It's just different. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right, right. And they all, uh, the biggest thing that I've learned too is, is, you know, beyond the music, I try to connect with every art, every, every boss that I've had. Yeah. I'm, we're really good friends. Yeah, right. Because yeah. they've taken time to know me. I've taken time to kind of get to know them out of, you know, respectfully. Right. Sure, man. Not trying to advance the agenda, but just honestly trying to get to know them and let them mm-hmm. know me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, man, Maurice just from Earth, Wind & Fire just basically took me under my under his wing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Verdine would tell me all the time, he's like, man, you, you're just like Maurice, man. He's... You're just like Maurice, man. He's just, you know, you you hear everything and, you know, you can produce and, you know, and literally, man, he taught me how to produce records. He just took me, took me into the studio from, from day one. When he signed me on Kalimba, when I was under the fire, he signed me to Kalimba, which was his label hmm. as a solo artist. Well, and put me through the paces, songwriting, you know, and here's a funny story for you. So. My first album, my first solo album, Hypnofunk, which, which came out in 96 on on the Kalimba label, Sun and Moon Records label. Maurice calls me and goes, no, we were at an Earth, Wind & Fire rehearsal. We were about to go out on the road. 
And he comes over to me and says, I know you want to do your own thing. I know you want to, I know you want to, you know, your, your solo career. Yeah. He said, so I'm going to sign you. I'm going to give you a deal. I'm going to sign you to Kalimba. I was like, oh, cool. Solid. Yeah. So he was like, call, call Art McNow, who's the business manager. Art, Art to have all the papers drawn up, contracts and everything. We look them over and then we'll start. So we got all that done, right? So he put me through the paces, dude. So he set me up. I was writing with like four or five people at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was just writing. We are just writing, 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 writing. So that went on for like three, four months. Okay. And, and then maybe, yeah, after the tour, after we finished that Earth, Wind, Fire tour, he said, okay, so what do you, what do you have? What'd you come up with? What you got? Let me hear what you got. Come by the office. Let me see what you got. So I had probably like maybe 15 ideas that I thought were like really strong. You know what I mean? <clears throat> um, been working on them with some, some bad cats. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and putting together some nice stuff. So I was all proud. Went up to the office and uh I played him everything. And Maurice was like really pensive, you know, he was always a deep thinker. Mm. So he wasn't saying much at, at the beginning of it, right? So we get to the end, and I'm all excited, and I'm going, Oh man, okay, so maybe you know, we're about <laughs> to get close to starting, right? He goes, I only hear like a couple of things in here. We got to go back yeah. to the drawing board. Well, I was like, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, we. I don't. I only hear like a couple of things, you know." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, all right." So mm-hmm. I mean, and I went back, went back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Probably wrote about another twenty, thirty songs. Really, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because once I got back into that mode, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna just go, 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 go," mm-hmm. until he says, "Okay, let me hear what you got." Right. right. And then he did it again, and and. Came back to the table. He's like, okay, now we can get started because now at least I see we have enough. I mean, every song that you write is not going to stand up. Sure. right. You know what I mean? Right. Every song that you write is not going to tap that bell. So you got to write twice as many songs, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And uh, yeah. I was really proud of that album. But so that began the process. Mm-hmm. And then we went into the studio. Once we narrowed it down to like the nine or 10 that ended up on the record, we went into the studio and started cutting it. Mm-hmm. And um, we were at Sony Studios in uh, in L.A., mm-hmm. out in Santa Monica. Beautiful, beautiful studio, man. And it's cool. It was, man. it was a beautiful experience. Yeah. And um, different rhythm sections that I put together from cast in L.A. Lenny Castro was on on it. Do you know this cat, Larry Cohn? Do you know Larry? You know the name? Uh, Larry? No, I don't think so. No. Larry's a great keyboardist man he played yeah. with Bette Midler for me for years he was the second keyboardist because Bobby Lyle was the main guy oh yeah well yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby and Larry were a team uh-huh. but Larry and I connected and Larry and I actually we wrote the title track Hypnophone right. he wrote that with me so nice. um but he you know I put together a lot of few different rhythm sections from <laughs> cats that I met after you know having been in la and uh mm-hmm. we went in and cut it man and it came out great it's a great record i'm 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 disappointed that it didn't come out here in america i'm about to re-release it though at some point because yeah. it was slated for a japanese release only uh, yeah i want to hear it i haven't heard it i want to hear it yeah 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 i'll yeah. send it to you yeah cool yeah, so I'll tell me you, tell me since we're talking about this tell me about your writing process yeah how did uh, you develop what did you how do you go about it and how did you develop it yeah 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 okay um well, uh, not surprisingly, I hear grooves first. Yeah, right. 
I just hear, I, I have a feeling, you know, about something that I hear. And, um, and then what I'll do is I'll map it out. Like I'm sitting in the studio right now. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can see behind me. Yeah. I see keyboards. Um, yeah. I got, well, this is, this is old as the hills right here, but I love it. This is my yeah. Roland PC, the 200. It's just a little MIDI controller. Okay. And then I, my MPC 60 is here, which I travel with it. But over here is my montage. Okay. Which I love. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll start all of my ideas over here. Mm-hmm. Just um with and I have a motif as well. Mm-hmm. A rack mount. Um so generally I'll map it out if I have an idea. Um I mean, you know as well as I know, Keith, just compositionally, it's just like, you know, it's, and sometimes it, it'll come all at one time and sometimes right. it won't. Sure, you know? sure. Um Lately for me, though, I mean, just kind of lately with within the last three, four years, because I've been writing constantly, it's coming more completely now. Mm-hmm. The sections, mm-hmm. the bridge, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and because a lot of the music that I've been working on lately is is kind of like uh, uh, rock pop focused with mm-hmm. hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melodies and stuff. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of that, of that. So generally I'm noticing I'll come up with the groove first. I'll put it down over here. Uh, I'll generally program the drums first or something or pro or percussion loop mm-hmm. or program or something just to play to mm-hmm. keys. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just put it in to save it, put the sections down. Then I'll go back. And once that's feeling good to me, I'll dump it into Pro Tools. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and track it, put it in, in the Pro Tools. And then I'll go and I'll lay drums. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I'll lay drums. And, and generally, if I have an idea what the song is going to be in my head, I can kind of cut cut it knowing the song, just singing the song to myself in my head as I'm tracking the drums. So that if I know that I want like a kick on the end of three and the mm-hmm. fourth bar of the bridge, I'll right. go ahead and put it there. Right. You know what sure. I mean? And sure, then we sure. come back and overdub on top of that. So, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of is the process. And then I just, once I get the drums down, then I just start adding the cat's bass. I've been playing a lot of synth bass. I've been playing a lot of keyboards lately. You'll be you'll cool. be proud of me. <laughs> yeah, man. Actually, you know, I was just thinking, man, I want to come down. I'd love to come down and spend a couple of days with you in your yeah. studio and just hang yeah. out and do. Yeah, you know. shit, let's write, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. That'd be great. Yeah. Man. I'd love okay. to do that, man. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do do it. it um, yo, like I said, man, yeah. I'm, I'm at the end of this project, so we'll we'll get that done. You know. Mm-hmm. And when you so that's Eric? basically the process for me. And then, uh, I mean, at at that point, once I'm kind of satisfied with how the song is going, you know, then I really start paying attention to the colors. How am I going to color it Mm -hmm. production wise, Mm -hmm. orchestration wise, you know, I mean, where are we going with this? You know what I mean? Everything nowadays, man, has been so categorized, you know, I kind of hate it. Music just used to be music. Great music just used to be great music. It weren't all these categories about, you know what I mean? And so yeah, uh, I think it's kind of always been there, but I think it's getting more and more like that. Everything's divided up into genres yeah. and subgenres. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think what it is for me is the the, the strictness of what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. it's always been okay. So there's jazz, there's pop, there's rock, there's funk, there's this, right. there's that. And, but now it's like okay, not not only do you have jazz, you got smooth jazz. You got fourteen kinds of jazz. Or yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Sure, man. I know. Yeah, exactly. So, and to me, it just kind of like it really like handcuffs the creator. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. enhance because you're so I mean, like if you're trying to like get on like I, I did a project two years ago, which is, is it's entitled Soul Ascension. Mm-hmm. That's on uh, the Internet right now. You go out to Apple Music and check that out. OK. And it was geared for smooth jazz. Uh-huh. It was geared for a smooth instrumental record. Um, I did a lot of writing on it. Um, but I I had to say, OK. Let's not take these songs too far out. I didn't play any. I didn't play any solos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a drummer, I didn't do any soloing. Right, they just don't want to hear that on radio. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Then I had to cut down the songs. I mean, you know, some of the songs, were, some of them, a couple of them turned out to be about seven minutes long, six, seven minutes long. Then I had yeah. to edit. And I had to That's do a radio long. version. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. You know, yeah. so it, it just. You know, after a while, it just really starts to to handcuff the creator. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I just, sure. and I'm not a big fan of that because we grew up where it was just just play, man. Play, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, just play, I mean? right, sure. Which brings me to another great gig that I had that I, I I loved, which stretched me beyond belief, was playing with Bruce Hornsby. I knew you were going to say that, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I saw you, I saw a video of you guys playing yeah. together and i know and it was that, improvisational and dude yeah, that yeah. that's a that's a that's a that's a pop gig with jazz sensibilities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know how when we play when you yeah. and i play yeah, I mean, sure. we're playing a tune we're communicating constantly right sure, right i mean and bruce is bruce is from that school right sure. I mean, we could we'll be playing a pop song but if he decides he may go into tempest fugit <laughs> at any point you know what yeah, i mean yeah. or or whatever other song that he hears in his head right you just got to be ready to make that shift so once i got you know back into that saddle i was like oh man this is just like playing you know yeah, yeah. what i do with the guys back at, at home man it's, sure. you know but he's a good he's a great cat man great boss yeah. i love yeah. bruce man hell yeah. of a musician boy yeah, he's you know, a great musician. He really yeah, is, you know. Yeah, and funny as all get out. It's, I mean, he's a big freaking kid, man. I mean, he just loves. He just loves to play around. You know, mm-hmm. he he enjoys life. Yeah, you know, that's great, man. I love him. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, he he really stretched me, and and getting his gig came at a great time in my career because I had done Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'd done Maze, I'd done Cameo. So I was into this, I was in this thing of, of commercialism, mm-hmm. which actually kind of puts you in a little bit of a box. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had to get, so, but, but, and you know, for me, I went from, you know, being a, a jazz, a, a, a kid who could play jazz right. into that commercial world. I mean, I studied the funk and, and R&B and stuff and I could play that. Mm-hmm. But I was really, I'm a jazzer. I mean, I grew mm-hmm. up playing jazz with my dad. Yeah, sure. You guys, know, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, so I so I'm used to stretching. So I had to get back used to that once I got with Bruce. You know, I had to get, I had to go, okay, let the structure go, man. Forget it. Let, yeah, cross the bar line. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Right, cross sure. the bar line several times. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? Just have yeah. fun with it. So it's just, it's just a mentality that I had to get back to. Yeah, know? it's cool, man. That sounds yep. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you getting a chance to play any jazz nowadays i mean do you um, play any jazz gigs or not really not really not really 
You know, um, last time I saw you, you were up here. You were playing with uh, that organ player, I, is it Ike Stubblefield. Ike Stubblefield, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was Best cool, man. Soul, man. Yeah, yeah, it was really I, cool. Man. I had never heard him before, man. That was really cool. I, that yeah. really opened my eyes, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ike, is, he he was yeah. a bad boy, man. Yeah. I really enjoyed playing with him too, because yeah. and that's that's the other thing about that about stretching, you know, and having that much space yeah. with the organist. Yeah, he's he's kicking bass and playing, so it's just two. There's really just two guys, two yeah, minds. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. So I had a whole lot of space. Well, sure, you saw man. it. Yeah, it sounds great. Man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so that, awesome. that was it, man. You know, man, I hate, man. We lost Ike, man. Yeah. God, like, yeah. That hurt me to my core, yeah. man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like every circumstance, every time, man, I remember seeing him haul that freaking organ up steps by himself. <laughs> Yeah, geez, man. Oregon dude. Yeah, that's yeah, that's heavy lifting, man. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's what that's man shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You get that, get that organ out of the truck, up the steps, set it up for the gig, and right. then I mean, you know. I remember back in the day when I used to be the last cat leaving the gig. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I would play with Ike. He sure. would be the last. I would have all the drums broken down and packed up in the car, and he would have to deal with that organ. Right. You know. Well. Yeah. That's commitment, man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Beautiful. So, what else, man? What else would you like to talk? About? Tell me about your current projects. What the, What's the project that you're working on right now? Yeah. The name of this. The well, I have I don't have a name for the actual project yet. The name of the band is The Seventh Time. Okay, and, and what's that uh, about? <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's biblically based. Okay, Elijah was praying for rain and uh-huh. he sent Ahab, his right hand man, out to see if it was going to be raining. And every time Ahab would go out, nothing. Mm. nothing 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 on the seventh time the lord answered his prayer ahab saw a small little cloud forming off in the distance Uh. he came back and told elijah and elijah was like hurry get out of here it's gonna be a major 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 storm and sure enough (laughs) storm came in Uh. so on the seventh time bro (laughs) so is this your seventh project is that what you're trying to tell me (laughs) (laughs) no i didn't didn't even think about it like that let me let me see no because i have a a, maybe yeah i think i've done more than seven i'm sure you have man yeah yeah Yeah. you know and that's a whole nother thing man it's like doing these projects man when you start doing albums Mm -hmm. multiple songs for for concisive you know, uh, a project. That's a lot of work, man. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah, work. Man. That's a lot of work man. to see it through from beginning to end. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, but I mean, I, I just, I, I love the process dude. Yeah. Yeah. You sure. know what I mean? I sure. really love the process. So yeah, sure. Um, if that's the worst it gets for me, I'm okay. Cause <laughs> I'd be damned if I go punch somebody's clock at nine. Yeah, yeah. And leave it five uh, to do the same thing every day. You yeah, know, what I, know. I, mean? I mean, you know, and a lot of people they enjoy that and that's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I just I'm just a believer of everybody's passion lies in a different place. So you just have to find out where your passion lies and then attack yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the new the new project is called The Seventh Time. And mm-hmm. the band consists of myself, Sam Sims, who played bass, uh, great songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh Sam, a little background on Sam. Sam uh played bass with me. Well, he went to Morehouse. We played in a band here in Atlanta called Magic Dream. Mm-hmm. And then we both moved to L.A. He was my roommate in L.A. Well, we were roommates here, huh. and we played Cafe 290 together. You yeah, remember that sure, band? Right. Uh, yeah. I don't remember the band. Northside. No. I don't remember. Northside. I mean, I know Cafe 290. I spent many yeah, nights in Cafe, Cafe 290. Yeah, <laughs> we played Cafe 290 a lot. Yeah. It was myself, Keith uh, Rawls, Jess Rosen, and Sam Sims. Quartet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know all those names. I just don't know if I know them all. Yeah, we were doing all just contemporary fusion stuff, yellow jackets, Uh um, and all that stuff. Um, And that was cool. But anyway, we hooked up and we roomed here in Atlanta. Like the year after I graduated from state, I got an apartment in town. He was my roommate. And then I moved to L.A. And then Mm -hmm. he came to L.A. right behind me. We moved, we roomed in L.A. And then uh, I was working on my stuff in LA he was working on stuff but anyway he ended up getting the gig we did Paul Abdul together huh. he's done Bette nice. Midler with me he's uh he's toured with Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson well yeah, well, yeah. so he's a hell of a hell of a cat man yeah, you know that's great. Uh, um, so he's he's my partner in the band and then my son Nicholas is uh in the mix too he's oh, a cool, vocalist man. Oh, that's yeah. cool, man. And this is new for me too because it's not the first time that I've done it, but this this time I'm I'm gonna step all the way out as lead vocalist. Oh, cool, so, man. So if you come see the band live, it's gonna be another drummer who's gonna be my nephew, Justice. Awesome, Michael. man. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. So so it's a it's a rock, we're calling it rock soul, because it's got a definitely a definitely rock thing to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Feels a lot like mother's finest. Okay. Kind of in that genre. Yeah, yeah. Or if we were to put a little more grease on the chili peppers, it has that <laughs> thing too, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool, man. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Can't wait. So to that's slated for, I'm slating that for like, uh, uh, the single will be out in June. Uh-huh. And then uh, we're going to do a big CD release party here in November. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let me know. I'll come to that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will. I That'd will be cool, man. I had yeah. I hadn't I'm I'm trying to lock the venue in now. Mm-hmm. Um it'll either be the Variety Playhouse, Terminal West, or the City Winery. Cool. So yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah. That's great. Oh. Yeah, so that's that's it for the, the new project, man. That's that's what it is. And it's you know, here's the other thing about writing all the time and staying creative is some of these songs I wrote like years ago. Right, right, sure. And I, I, I took a stab at recording them years ago, but they didn't turn out how I wanted them to turn out production wise. Mm-hmm. Right. So I went back and I always do this before, like after I get home off the tour, if I'm starting a new project, I'll just listen to like ideas because I'm just kind of stacking up ideas, you know, even if they're not finished or close mm-hmm. to finish, I'll just put the idea down and and I'll just go through the drive and just click on something. And go, and that's what I did. I came home as just, I was like, wow, okay, that has the essence of being a great song. I'm gonna go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna recut this mm-hmm. and finish it. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe two or three of the songs had already, you know, mm-hmm. been born basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
So that's the, you know, that's the benefit of uh, writing all the time. And mm-hmm. Bobby Lyle used to say that to me all the time because he was the MD when I was playing with, with uh, Bette Midler. He's like, man, just stay creative. Just write all the time. Just, mm-hmm. just don't stop writing. Don't stop creating. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, cool, it's, it's really paid off, you know, because it, it gets easier. The process gets easier. Yeah, you get, you get little, used you get to more it a little fluid bit. in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I try to get my students to write too. I tell them all the time. That's how I've learned as much as anything. That's how I've learned you mm-hmm. know, about playing music from yeah. writing music and then right. having to learn how to play the stuff. I yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes you can write something and I go down and sit and I go, what am I thinking about? What am I doing? This is yeah. hard, man. Yeah. 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 You know, this <laughs> I is hard. I came up with this crazy, crazy, you know what? And that could be something that you and I do. I came up with this crazy groove the other day, dude. The groove itself is in seven, but mm-hmm. I was superimposing nine, eight on top mm-hmm. of the seven. Yeah. And I was like, wow. and I just kind of stumbled upon it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, that'd be so dope, you know? Yeah, yeah. So That's something I, I struggle with a little is odd meter stuff, man. I still struggle with that, man. So yeah. that'd be a good thing to, that'd be a good yeah, thing yeah. to, to. Well, you know, the answer for that, the answer for that is, and, and I did a lot of that while we were at State is just play it. Play it, play it, play it, play it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the only reason why the 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 even meter stuff feels natural to you because you just play it all the time. Yeah, you grew up doing it. You hear it everywhere. Yeah, Yeah, right. It's natural. I'm at a point now. I'm pretty fluid in it. You know, I took a minute too, and I I went deep into the Latin roots, the African stuff. Uh, I got deep into the clave, Mm -hmm. the rumba clave, song clave, um, three two and two three, and all of that. Right. I went really deep into that for a minute because I uh, I met Horacio El Negro, uh, and I heard him play. You know, you know Horacio, right? I don't know him. No, I sure yeah. don't. Oh, I'm dude, writing his name down. Oh man, Whew. yeah. Tell me the name, Horacio. Horacio what? El Negro. Yeah. Okay. Dude, let me tell you something, man. It's on another level what he does with this, the independence, and he's able to solo while holding the clave. Mm-hmm. And so that was so inspirational to me. And then it it really touched my soul because I knew it came out of African drumming. Yeah, yeah. You know sure. what I mean? So it just like it was like it was like such a fit for me. So I committed, I said, okay, that's gonna be the next thing I'm gonna dive into. I'm gonna challenge myself mm-hmm. to learn this. And that's the other thing I try to tell my students is, you know, it's like once you get to the level that I am professionally. You're going to have to constantly and and consciously challenge yourself because, I mean, you know, Eric's music challenges me to do a certain thing. Sure. Right. If I want to continue to grow as an overall musician, I got to I got to find other stuff to supplement it. Sure, sure, sure. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And so I, 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 I went really deep into that. I'm glad I did. I got a great handle on it now, and it's such an asset for me as far as soloing now. Sure, I can go there if I if I want to. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, yeah, it's it's it, that that whole thing about just staying creative is important, man. You know. Yeah, that's a huge really that's a huge thing, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. What else is on that mastermind of yours, dude? <laughs> Man, I'm just trying to keep it going. I started this podcast. I've been working on this. It's been a kind of a focus, you know. How often do yeah. you do these? Uh, I've been putting them out like every couple of weeks. Right now, I'm uh, kind of pause because I'm I'm uh, getting ready to 
I'm going to do like a course for young musicians, like an online course, like a short okay. course introducing, because I think that there's something lacking in this jazz education thing. Okay. Jazz education. I don't even like that term, man. Uh -huh. There's all these books and videos. There's all this stuff, but it doesn't start from the very beginning usually. Yeah, you know right. And I get these kids that come to me and I teach a lot of kids that end up going to the fine arts center here in our town. Uh -huh. And uh, I got five or six students that go there. And then I get students come to me that want to go there and getting prepared for it, you know? Right. But they don't have any beginning idea uh -huh. about how this stuff starts, you know? Yeah, right, right, so, right. And I think most of the jazz education material starts at, at least at a higher level, at least like an intermediate level. It doesn't start at the very beginning. beginning you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're not getting that from their regular piano teacher or music teachers either. You know, they're right. not being taught about how this stuff works. And that's yeah, we, sort of become a um, part of my mission is to reach those people and say, well, hey, I mean, here's, here's how to get started, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, you're, you're the guy to do that, man. So well, you, well, it's a, it's, a, shit, it's something I've been working on for a long time and thinking about a lot for yeah. a long time, you know? So besides okay. playing and writing and, yeah. you know, besides those things, I yeah, mean, that's, yeah, yeah. that's something else I've been really thinking about for a long time. Like how yeah. to do this, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, and that, that's, a, that's the other part of it too, for me is just like, you know, I did a drum camp, man, for like mm -hmm. two or three years back in like 06, mm -hmm. 07, and 08 before nice. the market crashed. Uh -huh. um, and it was good. I mean, we we reached a lot of kids, but mm -hmm. I was so gratified by seeing these kids develop. And now right. two or three of them, one of them right. is playing professionally. Well, my 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 nephew Justice, he's he graduated from University of Miami. Nice. Yeah. As a music major. Um, nice. J-Rod, one of my other students, or he was a mentor. I mean, I was his mentor. He came through my camp. He's out playing. He's crushing it. He's playing with Jeffrey Osborne wow. and Alex Bunyan. Right. So to see them flourish right. is like, yeah, that's, you know, because somebody did it for us. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know right. what I mean? We had guys yeah. that did it. And those those are the guys that I hold near and dear, man. I, I talk to Jack Bell all the time. I'm like, man, nice. thank you. Yeah. That's and I cool, think about man. Morris, man. I think about how he used to just like beat our ass in rehearsal. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? And, and just went out of his way to find us places to play, venues to play. Yeah. I mean, he really worked hard right. getting us out there. To yeah, play. and yeah. went out of his way to make it hard for us. I mean, you yeah, remember yeah. how we used to sit there and just sight read stuff? Yeah. Some days we didn't do anything but just sight read charts. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I used to, I think about that all the time. And then when right. I first moved to LA, man, and was like freelancing and doing sessions in LA, and you know, I walk into the studio and then sit down and set up, and then the chart will come in. I I wasn't even close to nervous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay, this is well, all right. Yeah, yeah. This is what we did for every day for right. four or five years. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. Yeah. That I mean, you know, I I, I loved him for that, man. I loved him yeah. for how he kept his foot in our behind about being mm -hmm. professional. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You remember mm -hmm. the time? Remember the time Frank Foster came and sat in? Yeah, 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 yeah. We played with him at the jazz festival and Don Menza. Don Menza, too. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that, man. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I uh, that for a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he brought Claire Fisher. I think Claire right. Fisher came and he right. brought. Uh, and I met Claire on a set on a date. Well, I ran back into him because I met him when he came. But I but I was on a record date in L.A. where he was the arranger. Oh, that's cool. He did man. the strings on it. Yeah, that's cool, man. And he happened to be there while we were tracking it. That's cool. I think man. it was for like the Lethal Weapon 2 soundtrack that I had done with Clapton <laughs> and Sanborn. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. So, I mean, it's, it, you know, all that stuff comes full circle, man. Yeah, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, like you're sitting there and you're going, why are we doing this? This is stupid. Mm-hmm. I'd right. rather be, you know, doing right. blah, 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 blah. Well, you got you got to really think about that long term. Right. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Right. I, that, that's something else I tell my students, you know, pay attention to every every chance, you know, every chance, every opportunity, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Yeah, because there's it, something know. to be gleaned from yeah, every yeah. opportunity. And I tell my mm-hmm. students that, too. I say, look, you know what? You guys running around here, you want to know who's the baddest drummer, who's the fastest, who's the quickest and all this. I said, the guy that that doesn't turn you on, there's something about his plan that you can learn from. Mm-hmm. You can learn what not to do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like every every opportunity presents itself for a reason. So you got to mm-hmm. like take full advantage of it. You know? Yeah, man, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. But you and I, we're gonna we're gonna connect. Yeah, we need to get together, man. Uh, we need to do the right. Keith Davis Sunny Emery project. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be I'm fun. I'm serious. Man. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it. Serious, yeah. me too, man. Yeah. You said this summer, let's get together, man. Let's okay. start talking about it and yeah, plan to get definitely. together this summer. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna send you a couple of ideas. Yeah, please do, man. I'm gonna send you a couple of these odd meeting things so you can start. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. I, you know what I do? Uh, I do try to work. You know what? I find it easier to do it. I mean, I, I I'm not a drummer, but I got a drum set, and I'll sit and just I'll play yeah. with my students. You know what I yeah. mean? Just so they get the, some kind of I can give them a feel, even though I'm not a good drummer. I can right, play yeah. a feel well, for. Well, you've them. always been good so, about that. I mean, you know, yeah. you said yeah. you should tell me. You said I mean, you know, when we had the band. Yeah. You said you should give me give me a clear picture of kind of like where. The, the feel of the song was going, you know. Oh, that's good. That's good. You know I, what? I saw <laughs> I saw I saw footage of Michael Brecker the other day that was beautiful, dude. Uh-huh. He was trying to he was trying to explain something about feel uh-huh. on the saxophone in uh-huh. his clinic, right? And he had a uh, he had a rhythm section playing with him, right? And and then he said, okay, hold on, stop. I, I know what I'll do. Man, he went back to the drums, Jack. <laughs> he sat down and play with the bass player and the piano player and just swinging his buns off. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was just talking about the feel, you know what I mean? And he was like, it originates right here. Right. right, For him to be able to go sit behind the drums, that's why he feels the way he feels and he plays that horn. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So it's all, it's all interconnected, you know? Yeah. yeah, Sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Play more drums. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love playing the drum. I mean, I'm not a good drummer, but I love to do it. And when I get a yeah. chance, you know, <laughs> maybe I'll take some lessons from you when I see you, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and vice versa. We can barter. <laughs> I need to get tighter. <laughs> yeah. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, man, this has been great talking to you, man. It's yeah. just great. It's been too long. And uh, I'd love to hope we get together and do something like, we, like we've been talking about for many years now, you know? Yeah. No, we're going to make it great. happen. So, and I want to come down just sometime when you got it, when I got a day and you got a day and I come hang out with you in your studio and yeah, you know, see yeah. what you're doing, man. Well, man, you can stay so, here at the house, dude. We can hang out, you know, I'll eat. jump in your pool. I don't care how cold yeah. it is. <laughs> come on. <laughs> well, it'll be summertime. So it'll be ready. All I need yeah, is yeah. a couple of more weeks. The weather's been great. Yeah, now, I know it's man. been crazy. Yeah. A couple of more weeks and it's going to be, cause it was at 69 degrees the other day yeah the water the pool water was 69 oh yeah yeah that's good enough for me i I need 71 degrees and i'm in (laughs) (laughs) love you man love you too man thanks for doing this beautiful to see you and i hope to see you real soon okay let me know when you when you drop this when you release it yeah i will i will okay absolutely yeah okay stay in touch yeah you too man all right bye 
Thanks for checking out Notes on Jazz. If you want to communicate with me, I offer free consultations. Just check the podcast notes for a link. You can also find a link to my website for CDs, downloads, and videos. See you next time at Notes on Jazz. Thank you.